Welcome to the Direct Response Marketing Magic Podcast. Seth Green is a five-time best-selling author, speaker, and nationally recognized direct response marketing expert who is CEO of one of the fastest-growing direct response marketing firms in the country. To get free access to a download of his new book, Podcast Marketing Magic, and a free live training webinar that will show you how you can use a podcast to attract new customers and referrals like magic, simply register at www.ultimatemarketingmagician.com. On the podcast, Seth brings together some of the most cutting-edge thought leaders in the world to share with you how they grow their businesses and how you can too. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. Green. The best marketing guy is my dad. First, he helps people with with marketing magic. Next, if you need marketing help, he will help you. Finally, if he is a match marketer, my dad is the best. Welcome to the podcast. This is Seth Green, your host. Today, I've got the good fortune to be interviewing Alan Kinesberg of AgileSearchMarketing.com. Alan's been leading Agile Search um, since its inception in 2004. Agile was created to address the needs of businesses seeking SEO and pay-per-click solutions with positive and sustained returns on investment. Alan, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Seth. I appreciate the opportunity. Our pleasure. Let's go back in time a little bit. Where did you grow up? I actually was born in San Francisco. I'm a native Bay Arean, and uh, I grew up on the peninsula in the San Francisco Bay Area. And what was your childhood like? Uh, my childhood was um, it was pretty normal, and it was pretty middle class. And um, I think... Uh, one of the things that had really influenced me growing up was just being around an entrepreneurial family. So I was constantly involved in uh, doing car washes and whatever could make a nickel or a dime here or there. So I, I really enjoyed that, and I got a lot of inspiration from my dad as far as that goes. What did your dad do? My dad was a sales engineer, and he worked uh, long commute and uh, – and still in the Bay Area, but um, sacrificed a lot for us growing up as a as a sales engineer. He got his electrical engineering degree and uh, went to work for a company that sold uh, mechanical parts to uh, the lettuce growers and the egg community and uh, manufacturers and, and industrial companies throughout the Bay Area. And, just had a lot of inspiration on me, you know, and just in terms of uh, a work, a strong work ethic, and then uh, certainly, uh, certainly helped helped me get that entrepreneurial uh, bug, if you will, too. I think he really supported all my activities that I did as I was growing up, which I appreciate. Absolutely. So, how did you get started in business? Well, I got I got started in business really. I would say, you know, from those childhood experiences, and then um, I 
got a bachelor's degree in economics and uh, an MBA and uh, actually thought I was going to get into consulting and um, ended up working in the energy field and the corporate energy field for 11 years and then switched over to software and uh, high tech and uh, you know, I've been working in that field ever since. Uh, ever since I left the corporate world, which was a good, a good probably 18 years ago. What inspired you to create Agile Search Marketing? What really inspired me was a project that I was working on with a boutique consulting company in uh, in the San Francisco Bay Area, and a company had come to us with a need to really have everything done. They needed complete branding. They needed all their marketing done. And this was really, I wouldn't call it a startup because the, the product was already in the marketplace, but he really needed to um, to market and to brand uh, his product and name his company and his product solution. We, uh, I worked with the principal of the consulting company on this project and uh, the, a company uh, that um, produces, uh, basically it's the uh, devices that go inside cell phones for playback. And uh, so it's an embedded device. And so um, once I wrapped my my head around what exactly this was and how it could be used and how he, he was already positioning it in the marketplace, um, I actually decided to go a little extra step and do some SEO work for him. and. Search engine optimization was something back then that was nascent and new, and nobody really knew. I, I wouldn't say nobody knew a lot about it, but the, the rules were far fewer than they are now, and there were a lot of opportunities to, to be successful, but you, you did have to know what you're doing. And so I did some research and learned what I could about search engine optimization and was able to get this company called Mobileer up to search rank, the search rank of one, two, or three on page one for the majority of his primary keywords that he needed to be found on for selling his product. And as you would expect, he was thrilled. And uh, it was a, it really whetted my appetite for what's possible to do for small businesses within the realm of digital marketing to really help them get known. What do you wish you knew when you started that you know now? Really good question. It's it, it's really all about collaboration and partnering. So if I had known what I know now about the power of collaborating and working with specialists and experts in the digital marketing field, I am one of these people who thinks that I can do it all. And if you put the lesson book in front of me, I'll learn it. If you put the instruction book in front of me, I'll get all the instructions and I'll be able to do it. Well, digital marketing has become, as you know, very specialized. There's at least five or six different uh, domains or spaces in digital marketing that have become pretty specialized. And for example, social media is one area where I realized I knew enough about it to be able to explain the basics of it, but I really 
would benefit from working collaboratively with a firm that could take companies to the next level with social media. So I, a few years ago, I partnered with a, uh, a social media expert, and uh, we've been working together since then, and I've brought on a number of other partners and specialists in different areas of marketing, and it's, I found that model to be really successful and really work well, and I enjoy working. I realize now I enjoy working working collaboratively with people so much more than relying on my own abilities and strengths to 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 be able to you know just to offer so much more and I think our clients really appreciate it too absolutely I bet what has been as entrepreneurs, I tell people all the time we go through mood swings you know when things when everything is working right, we're on top of the world. And when things aren't going right, uh, you know, some days you don't even want to crawl out of bed. What's been your lowest entrepreneurial moment? And how did you bounce back? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, great question. My my lowest entrepreneurial moment was when I decided that I really, my kids were actually getting getting a little bit, uh, to that point where they didn't need to be driven around as much as they they did previously. For to give you a little backdrop, I I actually was running this company part time so that I could spend more time with my children uh, as they were in those growing up years. My wife was working and still still works full time um, in in another city, so she's got a commute involved. So it made sense for me to to do that, and I'm thrilled that I did, that I made that decision. But I got to the point where I realized, well, I, I asked myself the question, what do I need to do to, to move this business to the next level? So I've been running it pretty much out of my house. It's been, you know, pretty successful entrepreneurial venture. Got you know, a good client base here, but what do I really need to do to take it to the next level? And it was then that I hit a low point, just realizing that um, the energy and the stamina that I was putting in was was way, way over what I could, what physically and emotionally that I, I could handle. So I think as entrepreneurs, we often get into that that point or that place where we just feel spent, and we're just putting all, pouring all, all of our energy into doing everything, and that's where I was really. And it goes back to that earlier question that you asked, you know, as well, about, uh, you know, just what I've learned um, about relying on others, other specialists for support. So, uh, so that tells you a little bit about the direction things headed after I realized that I. I could not take this all on myself. So, um, so I actually started taking um, a 11-week class through uh, an organization called the Referral Institute, and uh, it really helped me to, as an entrepreneur, to um, establish a foundation for the business and look look at the business from outside myself with the help of coaches. And uh, so that that process was extremely valuable to me. And establishing goals was part of the process, a vision, a mission, you know, and so on, and just really building those foundational blocks uh, for success. So, uh, so to answer your question, I hit hit a wall where I realized 
I can only go as far as my own strengths and limitations, and I realize I really need to start uh, collaborating and working um, on others, and uh, just came to a realization that uh, enough was enough. <laughs> on the flip side, what's been your highest entrepreneurial moment? Highest entrepreneurial moment is probably the point where the company, after the so after this 11-week course that I took, I continued to get some coaching, and the business tripled uh, in revenue after after that after I'd say probably about eight months after after I took the course, the business tripled, and I attribute it, you know, to the coaches and to you know to the course and to to this collaborative kind of model that I talked about. I um, decided to go ahead and hire an employee to delegate as many of the tasks as possible that I was doing. And so that was a definite high point for me, was going through the process of hiring someone and realizing that uh, there's other talent out there that can do many of the things that that uh, I'm able to do. And just that, that whole process also of, when you have an, have an employee or have employees, going through that process of assessment, of looking at, okay, what are the employees' strengths? What are my strengths? How can we work together best to, uh, to move the client's, client's interests forward? So that, that aspect was, was a real high point, and it, it hits on this theme that we've been talking about, too, of, of collaboration and bringing specialists in. And I just realized that was something that I really enjoy doing, working collaboratively with um, with someone. And when you have an employee, obviously you're working, you know, real much much closer than you would a uh, a consultant or a contractor. That makes sense. What do you what's the what's the best advice you've ever gotten? Hmm. I think that probably the best advice I've I've gotten is to think big. And uh I'd have to attribute that notion to uh to someone who has had some influence on on my business life and you, I'm sure you know him, Seth, Mike Macedonio. He um did a speech a few years ago on um on set establishing big goals for yourself, not just in your business life, but also in your personal life, and how um, oftentimes we have a, uh, we, we, we're thinking somewhat myopically in terms of what do I need to do today to further the interests of all the clients that I have versus thinking where could I be six months, 12 months down the road, you know, with all of this where I'm actually doing less of the day-to-day -day work, but I'm achieving that goal of, you know, three times, five times, you know, ten times the business that I currently have. So that was uh, that was really really helpful. Just that notion of thinking big. Absolutely. With all that is constantly changing in the world of um, online digital marketing, what drive? I mean, how do you stay on top of it all? How do you stay on the cutting edge? Mm -hmm. Well, I think a lot of it touches touches on this 
this notion of collaboration with others, with people in different different fields. So we work closely with, uh, I would really closely with about five different companies and individualists and specialists. And then we have a second tier of partners that we work with as well, probably in a, another additional five five individuals and firms uh, that we talk to less frequently, but rely on their input and their support. It's those it's those casual conversations as well as the uh, collaborative conversations around client projects that help to inform me on and help to inform Agile search marketing on in terms of what should we be looking at in terms of the best interest for our clients. So what technology changes are happening in search, what technology changes are happening in social media, what technology changes are happening in lead generation and inbound marketing so that we can inform our processes and improve, constantly improve our processes to really deliver the best um, packages and solutions um, to our clients. And uh, one of the reasons why we, we like to have longer engagements with our clients, typically 12 to 24 months, because there, there is so much change that's happening in technology. And while we're staying on top of it, we also need to be able to communicate that and make changes and modifications to campaigns that we're working on with clients. And who is an ideal client for you? Well, an ideal client for us is, is really a company that has five to 100 employees and uh, has been struggling a bit with marketing. Either the CEO has been handling the marketing or perhaps their chief marketing officer or, or a director of marketing has been handling it. But um, oftentimes what we find is businesses in the five to 100 employee range, uh, as well as smaller businesses, I'd say, you know, struggle with this idea of how, how far should I go with my marketing? And what we find is typically businesses are, are investing uh, a lot of time on one or two areas of marketing or just on sales where they could be focusing on certain areas of marketing that strategically would help them both in the short term and the long term. So I see that as part of part of our job is really to help and work alongside, you know, our um, our clients in that five to one hundred employee range because we want to see them succeed and get to the next level. We want to see them be become the $50, $100 dollar company that they can easily become. It's really putting all the pieces together that uh, is going to make the difference. That makes a lot of sense. And for those ideal clients who are resonating with what you're saying, is AgileSearchMarketing.com the best place for us to send them? Yes, that's the best place to send. Okay. We're doing a fair amount doing a fair amount of, of writing right now, and uh, we, we do have articles on LinkedIn and Facebook, but uh, primarily the website is the best place to go. Okay. Well, this has been Seth Green here with Alan Kienigsberg of AgileSearchMarketing.com. Alan, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Seth. Appreciate it.
Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll talk to you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.